Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Recorded live. Well, we are recorded live again for the how many time? I keep forgetting. I should read, I guess. We're here for the 275th time at You Can Build It, Your Business. Been kind of a fun show. We missed a few episodes not too long ago because there's some changes in my daily uh, lifestyle as we've chatted on in a couple of other shows. And actually, the wonderful experiences that I'm re-experiencing at my tender age uh, have really focused, focused home for me uh, the things that started this show and uh, the things that we've talked about over the last five-plus years. And that is, of course, growing a business or restructuring a business or, um, you know, selling a business, getting out of a business. And uh, uh, the basic philosophy is, and uh, there seems to be a mental attitude that uh, if I'm working for a living, working for the man, uh, I have little opportunity and I don't have any freedoms and, you know, all of these things that we hear about. Um, I, I kind of am a contrarian because I have been surrounded in my life not only with businessmen, but people who have jobs. And it's interesting to me that the happiness and the freedoms of life enjoyed by those doing each of those tasks successfully are about equal. In fact, the employed person, the well-employed person, the person who is being compensated for their value, which only you control. Your employer does not control that. You control being compensated for what you're worth. If you are currently working for an employer who doesn't see it that way, you move on. And I know, everybody, oh, you can't leave that. That's BS. It's pure BS. That's all political rhetoric. Uh, if you're good at what you do, I mean really good, uh, there's no problem in finding another source. Uh, and that's true in just about every field. Unfortunately, we have literally tens and hundreds of thousands of people who perform their tasks mediocre. Anyway, enough of that. The, the person who's, who's gainfully employed and doing well has a, a, a bit more freedom than does the person who works under a business mindset and is going through the uh, initiation or the growth or the maturing of a business. One of the advantages is, is that as that business is maturing, and if you matured along with it, and your business plan was written properly with an end game in sight, an end game written, um, as we do get older or as the business matures, yes, you as the business person may be able to appreciate um, a little more freedom. <clears throat> now, freedom is a funny word, too. Because one thing that I've observed with myself is I've always had the freedom to be who who I to be with whom I want when I want how I want. And that's the joy of being in business. When we had a restaurant, we had the right to serve who we wanted to. 
We did that primarily by setting the menu price and the food that would appeal to a crowd of people that we liked, or that we had like minds. If you didn't like the price of our hamburger, you didn't have to buy it. But those people that appreciated a good hamburger bought it. So that's how a business person can control his doing business with people that he likes. I know there's a lot of people that will disagree, but that's what's fun about having this show is I can express my opinion. And, uh, you know, my simple life has proved that what I'm saying has worked for me. All the time, no. I've been broke twice. Um, But anyway, I I, I want to praise. I just want to, again, and I've done it before on this show, I want to praise the wonderful people in this country and in other countries who who apply their talent helping to grow a business owned by someone else, which means you aren't the owner, which, of course, means typically you have less responsibility, uh, which means you'll probably work less hours. Now, it's true that ultimately the owner of that business has the opportunity to possibly make more money than you do, and we hope that to be true, But on the other side of the coin, there's much more at risk on their part. And there's a much heavier time commitment on their part. Again, I use the restaurant business as an example. I've heard that, you know, restaurant business is the toughest business in the world. Well, it is for somebody that operates with an eight-to-five mentality. Um, (laughs) Successful restaurateurs are usually the first people to open the door and the last people to leave and close the lights. Yes, they may take off for an hour or two midday, depending on the menu and venue of the restaurant. But if a restaurateur or a tire shop owner or a shoe store owner or an owner of any other type of manufacturer uh, thinks that everybody else is going to do things the way they feel are necessary, they're probably going to find themselves not growing their business the way they wanted to. Now, somebody says, well, you become a slave to your business. Well, you see, the successful business person loves what they're doing because it's who they are. That's the other thing we don't talk about. The mindset of a business person. That's the difference between someone who is attempting to be in business with an employee mindset or the person who attempts to, to starts and grows a business with a business mindset. But again, I want to step back and praise the people who perform a task for compensation for other people who own a business. Not only they are very important, I'm going to share a story here in a minute, um, they're not only very important, they are able to live a lifestyle that sometimes can be envious to the business person. Uh, I, you know, I'm speaking in generalities. Uh, there's examples contrary to everything I say all over the world. But I want to share something with you. I had the opportunity to know a person who's now deceased, who started, well, he and other people uh, in their family started a huge business. And then they started hiring executives because I guess they felt that's, you know, trained executives, graduates of colleges. And uh, one day, one of the chief principals of this business 
was being hustled into a meeting of some great dignitaries who were coming, very important to the business. And as he was walking down the hall, an employee in the maintenance department who knew him, because this principal also spent time in the maintenance department, and he spent he loved machinery, he he loved doing things like that. So, and this employee stopped him in the hall to chat with him. And uh, the other person, persons trying to usher him into this room, indicated to him that he doesn't have time for that. Uh, these very important people are waiting, and we must not keep these very important people waiting. And he turned around, publicly said, uh, let me explain to you people right now, the most important person in this company is standing in front of me. Because without the efforts of doing a good job that this man puts out, you don't have a business. Kind of funny, the maintenance department, probably one of the most important departments and divisions of any business. Now, if you're a small shopkeeper, you are the maintenance department. And if you don't maintain your business, it just gets dirty. And if it gets dirty, customers don't come. But as you grow your business, the people that you hire to keep your business clean are, are very, very, very important. So again, I, I want to take a moment again and, and praise the people around the world who enjoy doing what they're doing, working for someone uh, who owns the business, but yet they have enough pride they have enough direction to do the best job they can. And you know what? Most of those people think of the business as their own, especially in the public service sector, you know, people who serve you. I remember growing up and when I started in the produce business, and I had the opportunity to meet some. I, I love waitresses. My wife was a waitress. And I, 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 they're still out there. We traveled across country. We, we met some of the greatest weight persons in the world, in our estimation, all over the heartland of the United States. But I was a young 20-some-year-old kid farming and had the wholesale produce business. And uh, We were serving some of the most, well, the, all the restaurants in the Palm Springs area. And I had an opportunity, of course, to socialize and meet some of these waitresses. Now, this was in the 1960s, and these gals were in their 50s and 60s, okay? And number one, these gals were making huge amounts of money relative to other jobs in, in the time frame, uh, $75, $80 a shift, you know? And it was interesting when you sat down and ate and were served by these people, that's what they did is they served you in a way that was not demeaning, in a way that wasn't solicitatory, but it was a way that you knew you were appreciated being there. And consequently, by you appreciating being there, uh, most people appreciated them and tipped them well. But I remember the girls talking in the break room. I remember hanging out with them, and, and this is what they talked about was, isn't it fun to see people with happy faces? Isn't it fun to see satisfied diners? They didn't own the restaurant, but they took a lot of pride in working there. And interesting, some of them did end up being in business, and most of them thrived because they always had a business mindset anyway. They thought of the place that they worked as being their business. Does all this sound like bunk to you? 
Well, I'm I'm personally, as some of you know, I am back, quote, in the workforce, working for someone else. Happens to be close to me, but but I am an employee, and I am I was contracted to perform a certain service, and I'm just tickled to death. I'm having a ball, but. Another employee observed and made a comment the other day and said, I overheard you talking to a prospect. You know, you, you kind of, why are you so wrapped up in the goodness of this place? I said, because it's my place. And they said, well, no, it's not. And you're right, I don't own it. But damn it, ladies and gentlemen, if I'm going to spend my time and energy there, I have to think that way. Because that's what carries across the telephone. That's what carries across the conversation I'm having with that prospective customer. Now, online today, everybody is a marketing expert. I see on Facebook people who started their Facebook fan page a week ago and post something uh, call me and let me help you grow your business. And I call some of these people and I find out that they've been in business for a week. But they're going to help me start my business. Okay, that's fine. But guess what? Some of them don't even have their telephone posted. And when you call them, you get some ridiculous message. Some of them don't return the phone call. And yet, it's their business. Well, those of you who listen to this show once in a while, or more than often, know that one of my good friends who asked me to help him grow his business five years ago, one of the first things he did was publish his personal cell phone. He's the owner. He's the chief cook and bottle washer. He's the president, the CEO of a company that does a tidy amount of money per year with a nice profit margin. And he's been doing it for 30 years, so it's not brand new. It's just growing faster than it ever did. And uh, there was some reticence about publishing his cell phone number. I said, just do it. Just do it. You can't believe the return that he has received from the fact that people around the world, and he's had calls from South America, from Japan, from Germany, from Russia, uh, the Asia, the Orient, uh, they call a cell phone. They don't know it's a cell phone. And he answers the phone. And he's had people say, my God, who's this? This is John. You mean? Yeah, I mean. Oh, my God, I can't believe it. I was just on your website, and I read about product X, and I had some questions. Well, let's chat about it. What's your question? Anybody in the audience today, of course, there's nobody here talking to us because it's a bad Wednesday, uh, you're probably saying, I don't have time for that. Well, I'm going to share something about a business mindset. If you don't have time to talk to a prospective customer, you don't have time to be in business. We're, we're again talking, we're not talking a major corporation, we're talking small businesses doing, you know, a million, two million dollars a year, 500,000 a year, 100, 200,000 a year, with good return to the owners. Uh, Employees being paid well. If you own that business, you better have 
a pulse of what's going on. Therefore, you better be talking. You could have a bank of salesmen. That's true. You could have a, a group of great salesmen working with you. But you better start answering some of those telephone calls yourself to find out what the impressions of the public are. It doesn't mean you're spying on your employees. It means that you're being a business person. And that kind of segued into the telephone. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, to me, regardless of all the software that the boys can sell you and the girls can sell you and how to build your business you know, to the nth degree, it's amazing how most of them that make these claims never have, but that's beside the point. The finest tool that costs literally nothing today is the telephone. And for some reason, for some reason, it's not being used enough. However, I will share with you, those people that are using it are making a wonderful return on investment. I, I have data. If anybody wants to drop me an email, chuckbartok at gmail.com. I'll, I'll give you data. Well, email works. Texting works. I had, I answered phones all day Saturday to the point that I had three people on hold. Nobody was mad. Everybody stayed on hold. People called in from our internet advertising because that's where they came from because that's the first question I asked. How did you find us? Well, I Googled you, or I binged you, or I saw your website, or, you know, all those things, the blog, the social media, whatever it might be. And we were very impressed with what we saw, and we'd have some questions. All right, my job was to answer their questions. Well, they had questions on why they should buy, or what they should buy. Several of those people were shocked when I answered the telephone on a Saturday. By the way, we have somebody there on Saturdays. It'd be me or someone else. And I was afraid, oh, my gosh, there's somebody, because what they were going to do is leave a voice message. Hi, this is Mary, and I saw you around, and I, would you please call me back with information about XYZ? Answer the phone. Oh, my God, a real live person's answering the phone. What's amazing, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm not, I'm not saying this to brag, the amount of sales... Now, I have to tell you this honestly. There were no contracts written on Saturday, but today, two have been from people that I talked to Saturday. Interestingly enough, for your information, the lowest one was for $20,000, okay? So we're not talking $50 items. And I believe, it's my contention, it's my belief in life that they happened because people talked to people. And I'm not the greatest guy to talk to. I'm opinionated. I'm not afraid to share my feelings. I'm not insipid to the person. I, I, don't, I don't fawn on them. But you know, there's another thing that I, I came across on Google and got in a chat room. The other thing that's fun about the telephone is you get to tell stories. And you get to ask other people to tell stories. And telling stories is the foundation of all sales. Telling stories is the foundation of all success. What's the greatest business guidebook in the world? Proverbs. What's the Proverbs? Just a bunch of stories. Telephone. How many of you listening today, tomorrow, and in the future 
use the telephone daily with success. If you don't use it with success, drop me an email, chuckbartok at gmail.com. I'd be glad to share a few minutes of my time with you to talk about some tips and tricks that might help your telephone success. Uh, it works. It works in any business. My wife has a skin condition. And we've been to many dermatologists for the last two years almost. Last year, excuse me. And we got nowhere. And We met a young dermatologist from San Francisco who was willing to meet us halfway so we didn't have to drive that long distance. Young man in his late 30s. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen? He calls my wife to ask her how she's doing. And we have his email address. Now, you say, well, you know, that's great. Wait a minute. Dermatology is a competitive field. There's a lot of dermatologists around. Are all of them making money? No. I I just made that statement. That's true in medical professions, dentists, and so on. This professional thinks enough about the people that solicit his help that he involves himself with them, not just in that cursory exam room. Well, how does he have time to do it? It's who he is. He has the mindset of a business person. (laughs) And he and I have talked about that. He did have some good mentoring in medical school. So anyway, um, just, just so, and he's gone to seminars, by the way, to talk about the same thing we're doing. And he said, geez, I could have got this from free if I'd have listened to you. I would have saved myself thousands of dollars. We don't have any callers in tonight, and, and I was late in broadcasting the show. So those people who have been with me, uh, nobody be with me tonight, but those of you that listen tomorrow, the next day, drop me an email, chuckbartok at gmail.com. Uh, counter, argue, do whatever you want, uh, tell me I'm full of you-know-what, or or let's talk, let's dialogue. And w- what you'll find out is when you, I'll send you an email back and you'll see my phone number, although it's all over the place. It's on Facebook, it's on Google+, it's on my blogs, uh, you know. Uh, by the way, the show today is sponsored by one of my giveaways, The complete text and the complete audio of Think and Grow Rich. The book that I read when I was 17 years old, 53 years ago, that was so simple and understandable that it allowed me to be who I wanted to be, when I wanted to be, with whom I wanted to be, and how I wanted to be. And I will say again, no, I'm not a multimillionaire. And no, you don't see my name out in lights. I don't really give a tinker squat. What I've wanted, we have received. Now, we've had bumps in the road like everybody else. Yes, we were homeless. We were, uh, we lost the ranch, okay? So where? You build it back. Because we have the intrinsic power given to us by our creator to do that. One of the main ingredients is you operate with a business mindset. You can be an employee and still operate with a business mindset. You can't be a business person and operate with an employee mindset. Think about that a minute. You can't be an, 
a business person and operate with an employee mindset. It won't work. But you can be a damn good employee and enjoy a lot of fruits of your labor if you operate it as a business mindset. It may not be your time to invest into your business. It may not be that time. But when you – I think of my son who's a horse trainer, a damn good one. And he literally for several years, even with a degree, worked for with people for pittance. But he was gaining experience and knowledge. And he was gaining exposure. And the whole time his decisions were based on business decisions. And when he talked to his employer about improvements and things that he observed, he did it for the benefit of the employer. You can build it, your business. How many of you out there are thinking about having a business, have a business, have been successful in business, have had your business ups and downs? Think a little bit about what we're talking about. Let's get into a dialogue. I, you know, This is a talk show, and again, I apologize. We usually always have several callers. I came in late today, and I usually, several hours before the show, broadcast it, you know, let, let the public know that, yes, it's on. Because there were a few weeks when we were dry or empty. Or, what's the word? Quiet. But uh, we're going to be here every Wednesday. Uh, I hope uh, those of you that are with us tonight or listening later on, uh, have enjoyed what we've talked about. I'm going to focus your mind back to the telephone. The most powerful and most inexpensive tool a business person has today. You don't need to invest tons of money. I've said this before. When I started my agency in 1969 in Southern California, we used telephones. And my telephone bill then, monthly, was five times higher than my phone bill is today. And of course, today's sales and profit margins are higher than they were in 1965 as far as gross money. And we survived paying these horrendous high phone bills. Today, you can have telephone around the world for practically nothing. I have unlimited calling to North America. and I don't have an internet phone. I have a landline, the kind you dial, you know, that's plugged into the wires. I do have a cell phone, but unfortunately, I don't have a good cell service here. And as much as I can, wherever I am, I try to always use a landline. But that's so inexpensive today. But yet... The most powerful tool that you can apply. Oh, I don't like to talk on the phone. Have you ever noticed somebody that doesn't like to talk on the phone doesn't like to talk to people anyway? And that what they forget about is if they want to be in business, you can't be in business without people. Because people do business with those that they know, like, and trust. And if you don't like to talk, how are they ever going to know, like, and trust you? Because you have a pretty picture on the internet. Well, maybe in some businesses that'll work. I don't know. I'm not familiar with them, but I'm sure there are some businesses that a pretty picture on the Internet can generate a lot of money. It isn't my cup of tea. So, anyway, my lovely daughter and her fiancé arrived, and uh, I just before I started the show, they arrived unannounced. It is a little early tonight. We usually uh, go an hour. and We've been here a half hour. Um, I'm kind of happy because, well, I'm not happy. 
my daughter's fiance. They arrived. They took off their motorcycle helmets. I love to hear their Harley come down the road. And uh, he cut his hair. <laughs> he had a, he had one of those very very well kept ponytails that uh, you know, and, and a very well trimmed beard. And he took his helmet off, and by God, he's got a butch haircut. You know what? He looks about ten fifteen years younger. Kind of fun. So I want to visit with them a little bit. Again, anybody listening to the show today, tomorrow, in the future, um, give me a call. Drop me an email. Let's talk about growing your business. Show tonight was brought to you by thinktograworich.info. Go to that site, download the free uh, audio of Think and Grow Rich, download the free text of Think and Grow Rich, the original syntax, not the modern version that stripped all the guts out of it. It's free. Well over 10,000 people have, have visited the site and taken advantage of this free offer. No strings attached. I'll tell you what you're going to get. You're going to get the, the audio version delivered to you every three days in an MP3. Rather than load up a bunch of bandwidth at once in a zip file, some people don't know how to unzip a file. So when you sign up, yes, you're going to give your email address. I don't think I've broadcasted a message in six months, so you're not going to be inundated with junk mail. The whole concept was to get in front of you what you wanted, and that was the audio copy of Think and Grow Rich and the text version. What I like to do with the text versions of all the PDFs that I enjoy is I type out a chapter or so. I clip three holes in it, get a three-hole punch, and I put them in binders, inexpensive binders. And uh, the one thing I like about it is I can write all over those, and if I ever need to replace a page, I can. That's the way I learn things. I, I like to visually, I like to tactfully write, and I like to talk out loud. So if you ever get around me in an office, you're going to hear me talk to myself. It's something I enjoy doing, I guess. I'm talking to myself tonight. No, I'm not. Uh, really, we have. Uh, I really appreciate the hundreds of people that download these shows every week. Well, nobody with us tonight, but this is Chuck Bartok saying thank you for joining us tonight on You Can Build It, Your Business, episode 275. The link to this show will be put out on Google Plus uh, on my personal profile. It will also be on Facebook, uh, probably at Best Business Mindset Alliance uh, fan page on, on uh, Facebook and on my personal profile again. Um, I am revising, re, revising one of the blogs that has been a stalwart of ours, and we're going to go all the way back to episode number one, and I think every three or four days I'm going to upload on the blog a uh, text synopsis and the actual uh, talk show, so there'll be another compendium of it. If anybody wants to go to youcanbuildit.info, you can download all the episodes and put them on an iPod or put them on your own server, or you can listen to them streaming. There's a huge cost to all this, ladies and gentlemen. It's your time and energy. So, um, by the way, I do offer my services for those who may need them, and those that are availing themselves of my services have been financially pleased. Uh, so that's a blatant solicitation. Uh, I, I, I do have several different programs that I can uh, work with uh, businesses growing or maturing or starting out, uh, just offering some direction, if nothing else, or we actually have some services that we do completely for you. 
Um, those that are using those services are very much enjoying their return on investment. So this is Chuck Bartok from the banks of the Sacramento River saying thank you very much for joining us. Go out and have a good day tomorrow because there is no alternative. Thank you very much. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.